Welcome to Finding Myself Through Obesity podcast. Come with me on my journey to discovering how to lose 150 pounds a whole new way. We can learn how to truly connect with our souls. We can uncover layers of beliefs that aren't serving us anymore so that we can let go of the weight for good. Welcome everybody to episode four. This is our emotional weight series where I talk about my relationship with my husband, Jason. My very first podcast, I talked about my husband being my only boyfriend I've ever had. He and I actually started dating when I was 16 and he was 17. But Jason was this really quiet and shy guy. He was really nice, but I actually liked one of his friends and I would flirt with Jason just to make his friend jealous. And Jason would get this cutest smile on his face when I would flirt with him. As I got to know Jason, I knew that he would be a safe person to have a relationship with because I could see his commitment to me, which was comforting, but also terrifying at the same time. I was really afraid of loving someone and having them not love me back because I was afraid of of rejection. So I knew Jason was a safe choice. I decided to ask Jason to the Sadie's dance in 1994, and we have been together ever since, but not without a lot of bumps in the road. So when I first started dating Jason, he attached to me really quick and it scared me. I got worried that he was liking me too much. I was worried that I was going to hurt him. So when he started liking me a lot and it was so obvious, then all of a sudden I wasn't sure how I felt about him anymore. I wasn't able to express how I felt to him because I didn't want to make him feel bad the people pleasing in me. So I would pretend to be the loyal girlfriend, but behind his back, I was flirting with other guys. Maybe I secretly wanted him to not like me anymore. I'm not sure. So there was this one experience where I was in a play called The Secret Garden, and I was flirting with a guy backstage, and he actually ended up kissing me on stage during one of our performances. And I remember Jason coming backstage saying, like, just feeling like, what happened? Because that wasn't planned. It wasn't something he was prepared for. And I remember just crying and acting all innocent. And I told him I had no idea it was going to happen. But that wasn't the truth. Like, I actually knew it was going to happen. And to be truthful, I was egging it on. So after a while, Jason got tired of me being flirty with other guys. So he told me he was going to break up with me if I wasn't going to be more committed to him. And I remember watching him walk by me in the hallway at school and he didn't even look at me. And I remember thinking, oh, I really am going to lose him if I don't take this more seriously. So I knew he was a good person. I knew I was just scared. And so I decided to give Jason a chance. And since that day, I decided to commit to him and I really gave him all my heart. I was so in love with Jason. I couldn't stand to be away from him even for one day. And I could see the codependency being created right there. I didn't know how to not be with him anymore. So I got lost in us and I started to lose my own identity in a way. Interestingly, this is about the same time that I started to put on weight. We got engaged while I was still in high school, and it was the day before Valentine's Day of 1996. Before we were married, my dad was warning us about how hard it was going to be financially for us if we got married so young. And I remember my dad sitting Jason and I down and showing us the budgets and how much we were going to have to make if we got married. And I was so excited to get married, and I wasn't worried about it at all. But 
Jason was more worried than he led on to me. I honestly thought marriage was going to be like the best thing ever. My parents never fought and they loved being together 24-7. And I thought that was like the normal thing. I thought it was going to be like playing house together. And I had no idea what it was really like. The day we got married, I could feel Jason's nerves. I didn't know what that meant. I remember seeing him right before our wedding and just feeling those nerves. So now looking back, he knew how much my dad was counting on him to take care of his princess. And I think Jason was really worried he wouldn't be good enough. I remember also on our honeymoon feeling his resistance. So instead of asking him if he was okay, I thought it was because he didn't want to be with me intimately. I really felt rejected. I know that I blamed myself And I know that I had the thought that my body wasn't sexy enough because I had gained a little weight. I weighed 145 pounds when I got married, but when he and I met, I was probably around 130 pounds. So I'd put on 10 to 15 pounds as we were dating. So I know that I had that thought in my mind. But one of the saddest parts to look back on was I actually cried on our honeymoon because I missed my dad. Ugh. I I can't even imagine how that must have felt to my husband, already feeling like he wasn't enough, and then I cry for my dad on our honeymoon. I'm kind of embarrassed about it. (laughs) Looking back, I wish I had been able to be there for Jason and not make it all about me, but I had no idea how to do that. I didn't know how to deal with the rejection. I was looking at it only in my own perspective. So I really feel like this is where it all started to change. I consistently felt like I was not enough for Jason. He could feel it. He didn't know what was wrong either, except that I went from feeling secure with him while we were dating to insecure, and then I was looking for my dad for the validation that I needed that I wasn't getting from Jason. And I wasn't able to fully let go of my dad and cling to my husband like I should have. Physically, I was there for Jason, but emotionally, I was not. And then I blamed Jason for all of it. I know that he would have shown up for me so much more if he felt like I had his back because he's just that kind of person. He would literally give me the world. All he wanted was to have someone be there for him. We were just so young. Neither of us knew what was going wrong at the time, and we both felt alone. Our relationship has always felt like it was lacking. I was always trying to please him while holding resentment for him. And he was always working hard trying to prove to my dad that he was good enough to take care of me while holding resentment for me and my family. And it makes total sense now that I'm breaking it all down. So after 25 years of marriage, we had four kids, three failed businesses. We had to sell our family home, which was a really painful thing for me. We had constant money problems, always had debt, both struggled with addictions. We really had a toxic and abusive pattern in our relationship, and it was really hard to go through. Looking back, I can see how much resentment that he and I both had because neither of us were getting our needs met. We were definitely in the drama triangle, and if you don't know about the drama triangle, look it up on the internet because it's something I just barely learned about. And it's really interesting that in the drama triangle, we're moving from the persecutor to the rescuer to the victim, and we can all take these different roles according to what our partner is on the other side. So I was the victim, 
I wanted to blame him for everything. I was also the rescuer. I was always trying to fix him and save him. And I never looked at me and what I was doing. I needed him to change so he could take care of me. So have you ever watched a video or you read a book and the whole time you're thinking about, I wish my husband would read this or I wish my husband would learn this? That was my mentality for such a long time. I just was constantly looking for answers for him. As I'm looking at this list, I wasn't the persecutor to his face, but I did criticize, judge, and blame him behind his back and talked about him a lot because that gave me the validation that I was right and he was wrong. Jason would also participate in this triangle. He and I both took turns dancing around these different roles with each other. So he, he would get angry and would do and say some really hurtful things. And he became controlling because he felt threatened by me not being loyal to him. And I can't imagine being him. He was a man who did everything he could to make a successful business just to fail over and over and over. And he would just get back up and keep trying. He wanted so much to prove his worth. I've never met anyone who worked as hard as Jason. It was one of his greatest qualities. And he put everything he could into proving his worth to my dad and I and always came up short. And it drove him to really dark places. He is now a different person. He's tired. He's lost. He's lost his drive for life. And he is still struggling to find that again. But during these years, there were a few moments that really made me see Jason and how much he truly loved me. These experiences kept me grounded and seeing the truth of who he really was and kept me staying because I knew his spirit was good. One experience that I was remembering is that we were all at the lake, and if you guys know how hot it gets in the summer in St. George, Utah, the sand was burning hot. And like you're going to get blisters on your feet if you're walking on the sand. And Jason and I and all of our kids were wearing flip-flops, and so it was really painful to walk on. And I remember he... He told me, he said, you take the kids to the van and I'm going to get all the stuff. And I remember seeing him take several trips from the beach to my van, just knowing his feet were burning and knowing his feet were blistering. But he didn't care that that was happening to him because he was willing to take on that pain to protect me from hurting and to protect our kids from hurting. I cried that day. I had convinced myself for so long that Jason didn't love me. And Jason was not who I made him out to be, you know, underneath it all. It was just all this resentment that made us become these people that truly weren't us. So I guess the takeaway from this dive into my relationship is that my inability to tell Jason the truth was detrimental to our relationship. So Jason was also wounded and insecure coming into our marriage. He already didn't feel like he was enough. He felt like he had to prove himself. One of the things that I have realized is Jason and I have both been operating in fear. And what I've been learning from my mentor is that men want the same things that we do as women. But society teaches us that we have to play these certain parts. And when we're not playing the parts that we expected each other to play, then there is resentment. And we have a hard time communicating our feelings without getting defensive. So as I was looking into the healthy feminine energy and the healthy masculine energy, my husband and I have been operating in the unhealthy energies on both sides. 
And as I have been able to love myself more, I've been able to show up with him with love. And as I'm showing up with him and he feels my love, then his defensiveness and his resentments go away. And it just made me realize how much power we have in our words and and in our feelings led by love. I never had a chance in having a happy marriage because, number one, I was never honest because I was afraid of being wrong. I was afraid of hurting people's feelings. And we don't have to hurt people's feelings. If we are approaching somebody with love, not trying to control them, but just saying our part and how we feel and making it about us and not about them and what they have to change and also coming from a place of love is received so much better. And so I am excited because Jason and I have been married for 25 years and we have been unhappy for most of that time. And it's one of those things that I know we are both good people who if we could get out of our story and we can get out of our ego and we could step into love, that we could have this most amazing relationship. And I've always felt that potential between him and I. And I think that's why we've stuck through this for so long, because we really do have a love for each other. And we've been able to see each other for who we really are, even though there's been so many struggles. Our true light and our truth was shown to each other in little tiny moments throughout our marriage and throughout the times that we've been with each other. I am trying to show up for my husband in love. I'm trying to also, another thing is rescuing him has made it so that if I go and I try to fix him or I try to rescue him, I didn't realize that I am letting him know that I don't trust, that he's got this, that he is capable. And I had no idea with me trying to fix and trying to rescue made him feel incapable. If we as women can step into our feminine energy and we can be more playful and we can be more honest and we can be more soft, that the man will match that vibration that he will show up in a different way because when love is shown to your man, then his ego can't show up. Thank you for listening. I had a minute where I was wondering why I'm doing this. Why am I sharing this story? Who wants to hear about my life? And then I was reminded that this is my journey. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm on the path to figuring it out. And so as I'm sharing my stories... And I'm sharing the things that I felt disappointed in. I could recognize what I've done, who I've been, how I've shown up, and see if it aligns with truth or if it aligns with fear. And if it aligns with fear, I know that it's not for me. But if it aligns with truth, that is where I want to live, is aligned with truth, mind, body, and soul. And that is where the freedom lies. Every single morning, I meditate and I imagine this amazing connection, this amazing intimacy that I'm able to have with Jason. I'm able to see him in the true light that he is, the goodness 
the things that he would do for me, I know in my heart that there's so much more waiting for us in the future. So many experiences that we missed out on the last 25 years that I know that he and I will be able to have in the future because I've decided to no longer ignore the truth. Take responsibility. Stop being a victim. Start living truth. Thanks for listening and have a great week.